101.9 FM in Irvine and standing by is Jennifer Friend. She's CEO of Project Hope Alliance, a nonprofit organization serving children experiencing homelessness. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Well, I had heard about you a while ago, as I had mentioned, and I had an interesting thing happen. I started telling you a little bit about it, but uh, late one night I was asked um, by a local donut shop employee if I would donate some donuts to the homeless. And at first he just was like refunding us for an error in an order, blah, blah, blah. And he wanted to just give us donuts. I said, I really don't eat them. And he says, can you please just take some because we throw them out at the end of the night. And he was heartbroken. He says, turn it, go around the side. Let me show you. And I could not believe how much food they threw out. So for a month now, I go a couple of days a week and I know the different employees and I tell them where I donate and they're so lit up. They're so happy. And I'm happy to be going out in the community and educated myself because I wasn't very educated about the issue, you know, the magnitude of homelessness. Um, so that's where you come in. Tell me, you have a very interesting backstory, why this is so passionate for you. Yeah, so I actually experienced homelessness as a kid in Orange County with my family of six. Uh, I, I lived, and I'm sure that this is, this is definitely not a uh, technical descriptor, but the only way I can describe my childhood uh, financially is economically schizophrenic because we lived in either upper middle-class neighborhoods where we were evicted and relegated to living in motels up Beach Boulevard, Harbor Boulevard, um, mm. going and sleeping on the floor um, of friends' homes. Um, and I think that by the time I was 22, I had over eight evictions on my credit because I had been 18 and had helped my family yes. secure a lease. And, um, if you are trying to delay eviction proceedings, then you claim everyone who is 18 or over that could be living in the home and that restarts the eviction process because they have to serve all of those people. I see. Um, but wow. we didn't tell anyone. So it wasn't until I was 42 years old, actually, that I even shared the story mm -hmm. of having experienced homelessness as a kid. I carried a lot of shame. Um, and I saw the Motel Kids of Orange County documentary, and it talked about this little nonprofit called Project Hope Alliance. It was Project Hope at the time. Okay. Uh, serving 60 kids that were living in motels and shelters at one school. And my brother and I went to a board meeting um, just to see how we could help kind of under the radar because I was a litigation partner at a law firm at the time. Okay. Uh, and I walked out the secretary of the board just completely compelled to do what I could to make sure that kids knew that they weren't limited by their parents' economic circumstances. Great. And that anything was possible for them. So Amazing. that's how I ended up here. Who in the world would have ever thought that that this would that this would be my privilege really to to walk alongside these smart, resilient, determined, strong kids. You know, you're the perfect person because their stories resonate with you. you. You've sat in their shoes for some of them. And the empathy is really shows. 
So, you know, it's incredible what you're doing. Um, tell me more about the organization. You know, are, are, do people contact you and say, we really need donations? I mean, how does this work? Yeah, so we actually have trauma-informed care case managers that have their own offices on public school campuses throughout Orange County. So what happens is if there is a student that a teacher or an administrator or lots of times a janitorial staff and the cafeteria teams are the ones who see our kids the most, yes, they think that there's a kid experiencing homelessness, they'll send them to our office and we do an intake process. Great. And then what we do is we just walk alongside them and really do life with them. So it's everything from catching them up academically to meeting their basic needs. And so just in those two areas, the community can be engaged and involved because we have mentors that we train up yeah. and place with our, with our kids kindergarten all the way to age 24. We also have tutoring opportunities. Um, We have a lot of retired teachers that reach out to us wanting to tutor. Uh, We partner with um, the UCI teacher credentialing program to actually bring master's education students to teach um, and tutor our kids. But we we also have, you know, basic needs. Um, Mm -hmm. You were talking about donuts. Well, food is a big thing for our kids. A lot of our kids show up early on campus so that they can get the free breakfast. In our offices, we have refrigerators and microwaves. So we have a pantry that the community stocks with non-perishable food items and hygiene items, right? So think about as a teenager, when you are struggling with maybe acne, you also need feminine hygiene products. You also need deodorant, makeup, right? I mean, it sounds trite, but it isn't. Yeah, having a lipstick or lip gloss that the other girls have, it really does. And so those are all donations that we take all year long. So folks could go onto our website at projecthopealliance.org and it'll just pull right up lots of volunteer opportunities. Great, great. I mentioned I was over at uh, Newport Mesa School District and because a local um, Einstein Bagels, I, I reached out to one near me. They had already made their donations. I reached out to one that was further south so weekly now I pick up probably 200 bagels Amazing. and I I brought them over and I was so intrigued by everything has this, you know, there's a, like a, almost like a cubby, like toys for kids or home right. or school supplies. Where do those things come from? You have many different partner relationships that supply those. We do. So, I mean, we have like Vans, for example, is an amazing corporate partner. They get our kids ready for school every year with the most amazing sneakers and backpacks and water bottles. Um, That is super cool. Isn't it cool? I mean, that's the thing is that our kids, our kids need to know how we see them and we see them with inherent and tremendous value and worth. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes a way for us to demonstrate that tangibly is to give them the best that we have the ability to to bring to them. And our community gets that because we think about it, these are our kids. You know, we have enough students experiencing homelessness that have been identified in California's public school system Mm -hmm. to fill Dodger Stadium five times. And we're all watching the Dodger games right now. So imagine five times over, kids who are experiencing homelessness filling those seats. And as a community, there are kids, you know, right. 
our, my children are sitting in class with students experiencing homelessness. I have friends whose grandchildren are sitting in class with students experiencing homelessness. Sure. These are our kids. And so when we rise up as a community to provide for them, we're making our entire community healthier and stronger. And we also get the benefit of all that these amazing kids have to offer. I'm smiling because I, I think I'd mentioned I started something called the CARE Initiative. And what you're talking about fits right into it. And I'll just tell you briefly, I, I had this fellowship at Columbia University. We were studying the, um, aging and ageism. And, and I was fascinated with intergenerational connections. And what, what I realized was this fellowship made me a better human because I started seeing things with a different lens. And when I, when I hear you talk about what you're talking about, I'm thinking, you know, I, I want to inspire other people to, you know, go to their local, whatever restaurant and ask, Hey, do you have leftover food? You know, there are like educate people. There are, you know, students in need, adults in need families. I think that's an amazing thing. So Basically, you have um, a website and on there people can actually sign up and volunteer, right? Yes, there's a whole drop down section um, okay. for volunteering. So we we have and, and again, no one needs to be stressed out about shoot. I did horrible in geometry. So yeah. how could I help? You can help by just being a positive presence in a kid's life. We also need help around the office. I mean, organizing our food pantry, our hygiene pantry. We have a community space where we bring our students and teens in and have book clubs and different types of, of activities. Um, maybe you are a, a corporate executive and would love to have a field trip love for some of our kids in high school to come and learn about their profession. You know, so many of our students just haven't had the opportunity to explore the possibilities that exist for them. And so one of the things we get to do is kind of almost unveil the world of opportunity and possibility for them, letting them know that we'll walk alongside them as they do their part to make those opportunities available. We'll do our part to make sure that they can activate on them. I know because mentoring is so essential right now. There are, there are so many students going through a variety of things, mental, mental, physical, emotional issues. And when you spend time with somebody to listen, to maybe get them to open up, brainstorm, you don't know the trajectory that will change. Yes, that's right. I mean, yeah. some of our kids just need to know that they have, they have someone who is for them, yes. right? They carry so much heaviness. I mean, a lot of our teens are, financial contributors to just being able for their family to buy food, their childcare providers so that their parents can go to work. So, you know, they're responsible for getting their, their siblings ready for school while they're all living in a motel. Sometimes they're taking them on a public bus to the elementary school and then going on to school themselves. And so yeah. knowing that someone is there just for them mm -hmm. to focus on them yes. can make all the difference in the world in their Definitely. lives. Definitely. What else would you like people to know about what you do? One thing that's really uh, encouraging and hopeful is that by getting a youth to graduate high school, we're able to reduce the likelihood that they'll be homeless as an adult by 400%. Whoa. I mean, that's, we think about that's right big. now looking at um, trying to create strategies around chronically um, homeless adults in our community. If we're upstream 
and we're actually investing in our kids, we are reducing the next wave of homelessness by almost 400%. And so Project Hope Alliance, our graduation rate is over 80% um, for our students experiencing homelessness. The statewide and national graduation rate is in the 60s. So we're we're already 20 percentage points around above the national and state average. And so, you know, we talk a lot about how the children are our future, how important children are, but we have to look at where we place our investment. And so, I'm just excited to see our community really standing up for the kids and investing in them because we're all going to be stronger because of it. Yes, absolutely. Now, why why is it, um, or why do you think uh, homelessness is such a huge issue in California? Well, one of the things about homelessness that makes it... Um, a complicated situation is there are a lot of different drivers. We want to have this one thing where we can like reduce it down to, oh, well, it's because of this. It's never going to be just because of one thing, right? So some of the things that drive homelessness in California, um, and I'll speak to family homelessness in particular, because at Project Hope, we're focused on the kids, is we have a lot of service industry jobs that don't require even a high school education. Um, But the cost of living here is so expensive that people can't afford um, permanent housing with those types of wages. Mm -hmm. But if you're a parent and you want to provide for your kids, you're going to go to where the jobs are, right? Right. So just think about, we have South Coast Plaza, we have Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, the restaurants that we have, we have domestic um, workers, right? So we have childcare, we have um, workers who are doing house cleaning, all of those things. Yes. But yet it's going to cost you, you know, the highest rate of housing in the entire, almost the entire country to be able to live where the jobs are. So mm-hmm. people will often say, well, why are they living in Orange County then? Well, there aren't any jobs where the housing is cheaper, which right. is why the housing is cheaper. Okay, so that's why undereducation is such a critical factor to ending mm-hmm. generational poverty and homelessness, right? So right. getting our kids to graduate high school, getting them some type of training, um, professional training or a college degree is yeah. really kind of like that one piece that breaks the chain of, mm-hmm. of homelessness. So that's one thing. Um, I would say for family homelessness, that's the largest driver, quite quite honestly. But what about mental health? So mental health is is a huge piece as well. But, you know, Orange County did a study in partnership with UCI and the Orange County United Way and didn't find that mental health was the largest contributor to adult homelessness. What they found was that illness, loss of job and underemployment were the three main drivers of homelessness in Orange County. Yeah. So as you said, really hitting home how important it is to graduate high school and helping them do so. That's right. Yeah. That's that's one of the greatest investments that we can make in our future. You know, and also um, I had mentioned I do some speaking engagements. And one of the messages I tell students is it's okay if you're not a rock star in high school and you get those amazing SAT scores that I bombed twice. And maybe you do have some D's, you have an F. This doesn't predict your future in any way. No, or your worth, right? I mean, 
I, uh, I was just sharing with a friend the other day. So she was like, oh, you gave the high school graduation speech, right? And I said, yeah, I said, but you know what? I wasn't graduating until two weeks before because I was failing geometry and having moving so much and being crammed in one motel room with my three younger brothers, I wasn't doing my math and science homework. So my grades were horrific in math and science. Now in honors English and honors model United Nations, I had A's, but I had D's and sometimes F's in math and science, just because I wasn't able to focus on studying. Yes. So sometimes, and especially for our kids experiencing homelessness, their grades are far more a reflection of their housing situation or their emotional situation than it is ever their intelligence. Sure. And also, do they have enough food to feed their brains, to nurture them? They might not. That's right. I mean, and how in the world can you focus in the classroom if your stomach is growling? Yes, definitely. So uh, where can people find out more about you and the organization and get involved? So if they go to our website, projecthopealliance.org, they could follow us on Instagram. They can follow us on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we are, um, we have a blog, a news section. We have an all about us section. And um, we, we have the opportunity to do a lot of things out in the community as well. So if people do follow us on social media, they might find that we're presenting at a conference and maybe want to go to learn more about how they can be part of the positive change for the kids. Um, but really our website, projecthopealliance.org is the best place to go. And I didn't ask this, but do you have a lot of high school students that come and want to do volunteer work? We do actually. We we have been really grateful for our um, teen organizations like Assist Teens, um, National Charity League, National League of Young Men, uh, Lions Heart, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Um, there there really is a powerful movement by kids for kids, to be honest with you. Um, They've started chapter clubs on their school campuses to do things like back to school drives, Mm -hmm. Uh, feminine hygiene. I know the feminist club of Newport Harbor High School is doing a feminine hygiene drive because, you know, those things are very expensive. Yes, definitely. I'll tell you before we wrap up a story, I was dropping off food to the Orange County, um, uh, what is it called, Uh, Mission? Yeah, Rescue Mission. Rescue Mission. And um, I was taking boxes of donuts out of the car and I see this dad hauling garbage bags of bagels. And, and I thought, that's like twice what I normally have. Where is he getting these bagels? So I say, excuse me, are you getting those from Einstein? He says, actually, my, my son gets them from Brugger's. Um, he collects them seven days a week. He started a nonprofit. Um, I believe it's called zerowaste.org. Uh, I'm interviewing him. And um, he started it when he was 15. Wow. And he's 17. Uh, he's still in high school. And I'm chatting with him after you. And I was so moved. I had to reach out to him. And the dad was just glowing, talking about his son. It was amazing. His, it's not Vanus, is it? Nithin. Oh, okay. Nithin. There, there's, another, there's another kid, similar, amazing story. Um, he started when he was seven. 
and was collecting bottles and cans and donating 10% of all proceeds to Project Hope. He ended up by the time he was 11, donating over $3,000. Whoa. I mean, it's just really, kids can do amazing things. Yes. And we give them the opportunity to. Yes. And again, I look at it as, you know, they are really in this mental health pandemic. What can we do to give them some positivity and still something in their lives you know, to, you know, not stop thinking about what they're dealing with and maybe shift to what can I do for others? Yeah. And that's why, you know, I wanted to reach out to you because what you're doing is so important. It's so essential as you know. It's, you know, it's, we never know sometimes why we go through things um, while we're going through them. And, and sometimes we're not sure if they're all going to weave together for good Um, So at 51, I am incredibly grateful to have seen, be able to see kind of the tapestry of my life make sense in a way that allows for me to live out my calling. So it's beautiful. And we're so happy to have you on KUCI because uh, you're part of the university. Yes, zot, zot, zot. (laughs) I'm a a proud alum. My husband, I actually met my husband at UCI as well. Um, and have the privilege of, of serving as a trustee for the, the university. So Fantastic. I believe, you know, our kids, over 50% of our, of our ant eaters are first-gen Pell Grant students, and mm-hmm. they are also achieving at the highest level in the country academically. And so I feel like when you marry together the intellect with the grit and the resilience and the creativity, you get amazing things. So I'm very proud of, of what this university means. Fantastic. And you did have a show at KUCI. I did. Yes. It was (laughs) called, it was called real women. Um, So I, that was my one thing between working 50 hours a week and going to school full time that I, that I got to do. Um, That was, that was a, a bit of my, um, my earlier career aspirations involve potentially being a political journalist. Um, so it was my way of like trying it out. I guess. Sure. I think it's great. And what year was that? Uh, that was 90, uh, 94. Okay. 94. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I've really loved talking to you. It's, it's fantastic what you're doing. I put all your information on the show blog as we move towards the holidays, will there be events where people can reach out and get involved? Yes. In fact, we turn our community space into Santa's workshop. And so the community donates toys for all ages. And we actually have the parents come and shop all of the new toys and select the toys specifically for their children. But we also need some uh, Santa's little helpers to help us put the workshop together. And then we also do wrapping. Uh, that day, if the parents want the gifts wrapped, then okay. we will wrap them for them. So again, if they go to our website, they can sign up, um, okay. but we would love to see some folks come out and help us make the holidays special for our kids. So all ages could be middle school, high school, college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I just might know some people. Outstanding. All right. Wonderful to talk to you. I hope to meet you in person someday. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure.